that's why it's all the more important to work through and truly work through the seminar, not just watch the seminar, not just read about it in the seminar workbook by engaging with it. And that's how you can, well, equip yourself to empower your students, I like to say. Hello, and welcome to the Arts of Language podcast with Andrew Poudois, founder of the Institute for Excellence in Writing, or as many like to say, IEW. My name is Julie Walker, and I'm honored to serve Andrew and IEW as the Chief Marketing Officer. Our goal is to equip teachers and teaching parents with methods and materials which will aid them in training their students to become confident and competent communicators and thinkers. So, this is a podcast without Julie Walker. I don't think I have ever done this before. She's done them without me. But uh, it's a Julie's away. She's um, helping take care of her parents in California. And so, we are joined by my good friend and coworker, Evan Smith. Hello. And Evan, why don't you just briefly tell our listeners what you do here at sure. IEW? Sure. So in 2017, I climbed aboard and started in customer service and uh, worked um, on a number of projects, including structure and style for students, getting to sit in mm-hmm. on the entirety of uh, the filming. Uh, some of my kids got to be a part of that as well, which was fantastic. Um, after a wonderful tenure in customer service, I moved to the schools division this year, so working with full-time schools and um, and hybrid schools as well, uh, as along with uh, the accreditation uh, department, uh, which we're uh, continuing to tighten and uh, make uh, everything clearer. When you say tighten, you don't mean harder for people to get their accreditation. I suppose we'd want to make it a little more accessible for them to you know, make that uh, make that commitment. But also, there there are some requirements. Can you just give an overview of our accreditation program and the requirements for the first level? Sure. Yeah. So, the registered level, um, it's uh, essentially working through the entirety of the seminar, watching uh, you on the videos, um, doing the work along with you and the teachers that are there, um, submitting all of that work um, so that it can be assessed. And sometimes you will have to do some corrections, which is good, all part of the process. So you can truly feel your students' pain, as as Andrew says in those videos. Because we, we use kind of the A slash I grading method on right. this, right? It's right. either accepted, accomplished, or Incomplete. Right, right. That's and right. So you, you get the not so enviable job of having to send things back and tell people redo. It's blah, true. Blah, blah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> try to just keep it at the sections. You know, <laughs> didn't quite get the topic clincher. So why don't you go back and watch that part of the video, look in your seminar workbook, and try it again, you know, and just send me that part. It'll be okay. You oh, know? Good, good. Might take a few weeks, might take one more try, but. You know, that's the idea. And then you can teach it all the better. Yeah. And I think that I had that story I've shared on the podcast before of working super hard to get a 100% from Dr. James Dr. B. Webster, Webster yeah. at the summer training many years ago and ending up with a 99% uh, because what did I forget? 
the date on the That's paper. Right. That's right. And that just phased me. But it was a good lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's on the checklist, so put the date on there. <laughs> but if you miss a date, we'll let you through. Well, you know, it's it's that thing we said to the students in the SSS was, you know, do what you check mm-hmm. and check, check what, what you do. You, do. That's you right. know, double check yourself both ways, That's which right. is um, more than just a, a writing thing. It's a life skill. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Good practice for life as well, just being thorough and on your game there. Um, so uh, you have, um, uh, I think we'll send it, we'll give you two chances to make corrections. And after that, you just have to kind of try again at a later time if, if it came to that. But that doesn't typically happen. Oh, okay. Most people will get it after once maybe twice well good but so that, and and of course you know we can go back uh, in history and talk about why we felt it necessary to create this accreditation yep. program which was really to protect the integrity the fidelity of the way people are teaching because anybody could hang out their shingle and say i'm teaching IEW right and for years you know that was like okay i don't really care whatever mm-hmm. anyone wants to do is okay with me but then we discovered people were not quite following the syllabus with the units and the details or they're kind of making up some rules. Innovations. I think the one that bothered me the most was, oh, you don't have to do all the dress-ups. Just do whichever two th- or three you wish. Right. And and that was not the way we've done it and not the way to get the best results. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the process, even when it's um, it's a longer process by the end of the year. There's a lot of steps there, but that's why it's all the more important to work through and truly work through the seminar, not just watch the seminar, not just read about it in the seminar workbook by engaging with it. And that's how you can, well, equip yourself to empower your students, I like to say. so. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to see something or listen to something. But it's completely different experience actually doing it. Right, right. What are some of the most interesting comments you have heard or read from people who go through this accreditation process? Well, generally, they're pretty relieved to be done, you know. Uh, <laughs> like a college class. It, it, yeah, it's it's nice because you send we send all the information for uh, approval and um, try to point out a few specific things that they did in their papers. Um, unit 5 tends to be the one that uh, gives the most to comment on. Writing you know? from pictures, yes. yes. Getting uh, that yep. um, lady mixing and the mischievous child or whatever they decide comes in and makes a mess, uh, mm-hmm. actually is. We try to comment on that or or specific use. I remember one, uh, Unit 3, those are fairly similar, but one just really stood out. They just were so descriptive and the big, juicy bugs, and it was fun to read. And so <laughs> I had a lot to say. So when they get our approval, typically people are kind. They say, thank you. Um, one lady that I most, uh, one school teacher, I believe, actually, um, she noted that it was uh, so encouraging to get some some specific feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I'll point to a podcast or something as well, just say, hey, brush up here maybe a little bit, but you know, you've got it. Um, and that was helpful to her to then make sure she's doing that with her students as much as possible at all times. So it's enjoyable. Even having to send something back, I mean, you're giving them a hand with it. You're telling them exactly what they need to do so that they can do it with their kids. They obviously want to do this right. So it's not as negative as it may seem. Um, and generally, people are grateful for that as well. 
Good. And we uh, we are finishing up the great adventure. That's right. I guess that's summer. why I got tapped for this today uh, yeah. since I've been hosting that this year. Any thoughts on how that works for people? We've done it, I think, four or five years in yeah, a row now. I think this is um, one of the most helpful things we could offer to have these videos that go a little bit further and kind of focus in on these specific points, especially that can be problematic for folks right. doing this the first time. And, and answering questions. Because right. we, we do it live. Right. Uh, simultaneously on YouTube and Facebook. And so people can join in and ask questions live and we try to answer them. Mm -hmm. And of course, I try to tell a joke every so now and good. then. But people can also watch the recordings right. Uh, right. pretty easily. Right. So those aren't replacing in any way the no. TWSS videos, no. but trying to refine That's a right. little bit. Yeah. Introduction yeah. or an overview. Then they watch you. Do some work. If they need help, they can go back to the video, email, call. I mean, we're here to help. That's the whole point. That's what this company does. We don't just uh, give you a box and some videos so you're on your own. You know, we're here through that process and whatever kind of setting that you have, that's what you've set up for us to do so that this system everyone can have the optimal results that we know yeah. it, it offers. Well, and and so many school administrators I have talked to over the decades of me, that sounds like I'm really old, <laughs> but yes, it's been over two decades. Mm -hmm. One of the frustrations I think is they will want to adopt a curriculum mm -hmm. and then they will give that to teachers who then may or may not feel competent or have the time or even know what to do with it. And so we've shifted more and more to the point where we don't want to just sell books to schools. Right. We want to be sure that the teachers using those materials are really well equipped mm -hmm. to apply them with success right. in the classroom. So you've talked to a good number of schools people now That's that right. you've shifted over from the general customer service to the front lines. I mean the, <laughs> the schools division. That's right. Any insights from administrators or teachers that you have talked to in the last? It's it's interesting you bring about you know the different types of curriculum. Most people are used to just hey I found this I'm going to order this and that's it. Yeah. And there's not much of a relationship there. But the minute they call or email or I make a contact for the first time, that's an open door that this is going to be um, something mutual, really, or as long as you're going to work with our stuff, you know. And, um, you know, talking about, well, we have a few options for training. Of course, there's the videos, but live training, we do the virtual workshops for schools um, in the uh, summertime. Um, that's not something people are used to. But once they figure out what this is, and especially if they actually engage with those, just how valuable that is, and they want to do it again. You know, we'll have um, our implementation coaches go out there for a review and reinfinement day um, the following year or whenever they'd like to, uh, whenever they'd like to have us. And they want to keep doing it because that's the way you do it right. And really, you know, teaching through this just the first year takes you to a whole nother level. It's one thing to get the seminar workbook, to watch the videos, to do the practicum, but then actually engaging with it. I mean, I probably didn't really, there's a whole lot I didn't really grasp until I sat through structure and style for students, um, you know, that first or second year that I was doing it and it started to click more and more. Mm -hmm. um, so it's always worth 
uh, going back through like great adventure, like what we offer for the training. Um, and that's what I hear though from teachers and administrators that once they are on board, uh, it's something that continues and it's worth continuing to develop with. And instruction uh, software students reminds me that uh, after each class that we recorded, I did a short little I don't know, five, yeah. seven minute interview mm -hmm. with Julie, she would ask me questions that she thought teachers who are watching the class might mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. And we call that- uh, T-TAP. T-TAP. Teaching tips with Andrew Pudua. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. available for it people. Is. Premium membership. That's right. With the premium. I've been talking that up because, uh, you know, folks who have had it for a little while, they say, oh, I love all those talks. You know, I love all the PDFs. And we've updated a few things or switched some things out. Checklist generator, of course, uh, huge. Yeah. Um, but um, to- to throw that one in there for, and really you address issues at all levels, but primarily elementary, middle, and high school, and then just some specific handwriting, uh, all sorts of great, great things that they'll have, um, they'll be able to spend uh, a lot of time digging into uh, if they wish, but it's all there for them uh, to enhance what they're already doing all the more. And yeah. I think we have a few schools that have kind of made instructor accreditation a requirement some do some do teachers. yeah so and that's, that seems um, a little stiff but if you're running a school yeah. and you want to be sure as best you can that right. everyone's going to right do it right, get the results they're hoping and paying for. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. And we have a school registry that we're developing, um, which there'll be more on that coming because it's it's in the works. Uh, but primarily schools that have had live training, or Linda McCotis or Erica McClelland have come out uh, to be there right. and, and show them over the and course of course And of course, we have tutors, hybrid school teachers, and parents That's right. who decide, yes, I want to do this accreditation process. And uh, one thing uh, I I thought was you know a good service was if people do go through that accreditation process, we will then, uh, if they wish, list them and their contact information on our website so that, say, a homeschool or hybrid school family who wants to enroll in an IEW class with an accredited instructor, they can contact those folks directly. Right, right, and, and right. that would be either a live, in-person, geographically limited class or online. What's the What's the link if people want to find accredited instructors in their area? Yeah, iew.com slash accreditation or iewschools.com slash accreditation. There's a link to find an accredited instructor. So you can kind of narrow that down a little bit. Okay. And with the school registry, I mentioned uh, schools that we know are teaching with fidelity will have available so that people who are looking for that setting know that they can get IEW, get the real deal of IEW from a certain school in their area. So that's exciting as well. I think the biggest thing uh, with that though is that we have um, this um, this list of people of all settings of school, whether it is someone in just the homeschool, one family, co-op, hybrid school. The point of that is that you can do it though. You're not limited to somebody else who already knows. Right. You know, I, I would just encourage anyone to at least walk and maybe try keyword outlining from the book lice. And then before you know it, you'll be working through the whole thing and realize that this thing works in any setting. Uh, incredibly empowering for your family, your class, wherever you are. And you can do it. And you'll get better and better. And you kind of learn together even with your uh, kids or your students, you know, wherever you are at. And um, everybody's ultimately better off. I know I know, my family was with our uh, different experience, but uh, experience well, and, nonetheless. And, uh, we require 
pretty much everyone who works, yeah, you know, in our customer service or any anything except probably part-time people in production, but almost everyone on our team has to do this as the first thing yeah. when they come on board. Yeah. You probably remember that. That's right. Yeah. Mine got uh, a little um, broken up because they needed me on the phone a little bit quicker than uh-huh. I could finish this. You know, <laughs> So I kind of paused for a little bit and then came back, which actually made it harder because then I, I was kind of disconnected. But mm-hmm. of course, you're steeped in it when you're working with this. Um, so like I say, actually working with Structure and Style for Students made all the more sense. It actually helped me tremendously to finish all yeah. of my practicum assignments and all of that. But um, uh, yes, that's a handy thing. We're all on board here. We all really believe in what structure and style uh, can do for yeah. the world. I was at a, a teacher's conference yeah. last month, and this particular organization seemed to attract a fair number of teachers who had been involved in homeschooling their own children, but now they were coming back into teaching you know, as a primary profession, mm-hmm. full time, either you know because their kids grew up or their children were going to attend the school where they are working, charter schools, private schools, pretty pretty large network, and one of the things, of course, I was most delighted to hear was these people coming up saying, "Oh, I just have to tell you about my." kid or my children and how they did this when they were young and then they went off to college and now they're doing great and you, you just hear all these stories and you and those people having had firsthand experience are the most excited now about bringing it to a whole classroom yeah. of students yeah. so yeah yeah well one more story before we wrap it up but um, you know my oldest son who's in high school now we haven't been able to do this formally for some time but obviously I had a number of years being able to do it. And um, you know, sometimes you wonder what sticks and what really, you yeah. know, and then the whole different system in his, in his school and all of that stuff. But uh, one thing that really made me happy was um, he was talking about having to write this report and uh, all the kids in his class, basically they're copying pasting from the internet and all of, of course. that. Yeah. But he didn't need to. Uh-huh. He knew some researching skills that gave him a better product for that assignment. And since he knew those tools, he didn't necessarily want to or have fun with it, but he knew he could do something well and so he did it and that's a good story you know that shows just how powerful this can be hanging on to something that he hadn't practiced for a few years but obviously it made sense to him to pull it back out at that time yeah and i've experienced this case where children are kind of at this sensitive period for forming the way of doing things mm-hmm. and so you may do it for two or three years in that sensitive period Mm -hmm. and then they grow up and you're not requiring or forcing but they remember processes Mm -hmm. they remember processes more than information Mm -hmm. in most cases Mm -hmm. and uh, so well I'm happy to hear he is doing decently well with that give him my best regards (laughs) very good very good well this is fun it's great to be on the podcast. Yeah, if so. we can, you know, get rid of Julia more often, we'll do it again. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got the great adventure going on. Uh, we'll wrap up uh, the great adventure with a, uh, a Zoom call, uh, all about accreditation. So we'll get into all okay. the nitty gritty. So if anyone on that. has questions, they can look for that. That's right. And if they want to contact us, just 
info at IEW.com, schools at IEW.com, accreditation at IEW.com, probably the most relevant ones, um, IEW.com slash accreditation, IEW.com slash great dash adventure. And if they really want to talk to you, they just put attention Evan you in, can the, say that. in you the can message. Say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Or just visit us each week at IEW.com slash podcasts. Here you can also find show notes and relevant links from today's broadcast. One last thing. Would you mind going to iTunes to rate and review our podcast? This really helps other smart, caring listeners like you find us. Thanks so much.